Welcome to the Secure Dental Podcast. Through conversations with the brightest minds in the dental and business communities, we'll share practical tips you can use to scale your practice and create financial freedom for yourself and your family. My name is Dr. Noah Liu, CEO and dentist at Secure Dental, and also co-founder of Dentbio. I'm your host for the Secure Dental Podcast, and I'm so glad you're joining in. Welcome to our Secure Dental Podcast. I'm thrilled here today with someone remarkable. And, you know, I'm singing from the bottom of my heart, who has carved a distinct role and a niche for himself in the world of dental sales and a proud member of the esteemed Strawman Group brand. Join us as we dive into the dynamic journey of Neodent's territory sales manager, Mr. Kyle White. With more than seven years of experience in the world of medical sales, Kyle has discovered his true passion in the dental industry. Beyond his professional role, Kyle is a dedicated and devoted family man, married with two kids and a golf player. What really stands out about Kyle is his dedication to helping dentists make the most out of their practices, and he loves working with them to find ways to grow and improve. Join us as we chat with Kyle about his shift from medical sales to dentistry, his love for gold, and his mission to support dental professionals. Kyle, man, we are delighted to have you here. Welcome. The stage is yours. Hey, thank you so much. Quite the introduction. <laughs> I swear I'm not that typically that, that interesting, but you definitely made it seem that way, so I appreciate it. No, thank you for having me on. Obviously, this is something that I know that you're very, very interested and invested in is this podcast, so I, I'm just very fortunate, very Absolutely. happy to be a part of this journey with you and answer any questions that you might have and the listeners might have as far as myself, Neodent, and the dental industry, especially implants as a whole. So, Kyle, yeah, I mean, that's great. We know you're a Neodent rep, right? Everybody knows you by now in the dental world. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Like, we want to see the guy behind the Neodent uniform. So tell me a little bit about yourself, how you got started, and what's your journey like? Yeah. So just take it back, not too far, but I was a college golfer, played division one college golf at Chicago State University. Oh, wow. uh, it was an awesome, awesome opportunity. Met a lot of really cool people, still friends with a lot of the guys that I played golf with. But I knew college was just the start of it. You know, it was, hey, what do I want to do after this? I knew I wanted to be in a sales role. I knew that I enjoyed talking to people. <laughs> so like most college athletes, I went to Enterprise Rent-A-Car and kind of found my niche for just talking and trying to sell stuff to people. As you know, when you go to enterprise, it's, do you want to add additional insurance? Do you want to have roadside assistance? Do, wow. you, do you upgrade your vehicle? So I spent quite a while doing that. It was really great. It truly was. They definitely prepare you for the managerial side of things. So I would tell anybody out there you know, that is looking at a sales role, like don't look past them. They do a really good job of kind of just getting you ready for being in that sales role. You know, like who I would ever ever think like enterprise would be like a sales role. I mean, we always see guys behind the counter, but nobody's actually selling much. So you must have stood out there quite a bit. Yeah. So I ended up in a really good location. I'm not far from me in New Lenox. I had a really good office manager. I also had a really good area manager and I kind of set my goals pretty shortly. I didn't want to be in a management trainee role very long. <laughs> so the criteria for moving out of that into like an MA role and then being able to interview for an assistant manager role is a minimum of six months. So you need to have six months of a proven track record in sales. And then there's like a test that you have to take at that six month mark if you qualify for it. So right at six months, I qualified. I had the six mm -hmm. months 
directly of the sales that were needed. And then I took, they call it the grill. So I took that and passed. So it was kind of nice. It was like just another step into the sales world. I became an MA. Shortly after that, I applied for an assistant manager position for a location near me and I ended up getting that. So I spent the remainder of my career there as an assistant manager at the Joliet location. I enjoyed it, but I knew that ultimately I wanted to be outside talking with people. I wanted to have the freedom to kind of run my own route and do things like that. Automotive was what I knew. Just okay. even going back further than that, I was definitely a car enthusiast myself as much as any you know, young college kid could be. But I had a bunch of buddies that were into cars and things like that. And so I wanted to stay in automotive. So I actually went to a company called BG and they sell automotive chemicals to dealerships and then private shops and things like that. So that gave me the opportunity to kind of take my sales and persuasion and everything like that. But it let me be out on a daily basis. You know, let me be out in dealerships, talking to owners of small shops and just seeing like, how can we help you generate revenue? Because that's what all of these services were doing. They're revenue generating services. So if I could get you to install our transmission fluid exchange machine, I can show you, hey, the ROI on having this and the time used to do this service, you're going to make X amount of dollars per day if you do X amount of these services. So that was the really fun part. That got into really now not looking at things for myself, but it looked, it was, how can I help this small business owner or, you know, dealership, GM, whatever it may be, how can I help them generate more money? Because I knew that if I could help somebody make money, mm. they weren't going to leave me and things are going to come up and issues are going to, you know, occur. But when you're helping somebody actually put money into their pocket, it becomes a very hard conversation to say, hey, we're moving on to somebody new, you know, and in a lot of facets of business and especially sales, what ends up happening is we get that first initial sale and then everything else goes by the wayside because it's like, okay, well, you know, I had that chase. The thrilling part of it was the chase to get their business. Then you get it and then you're like, okay, well, where's my value after that? So I learned at a very young age, hey, I need to, the chase is definitely important. It's needed, but you need that value after the fact. So you're more uh, of a long-term yeah, kind, yeah, of, it wasn't, kind of person, it wasn't, right? For me, it's never been like, hey, the sale today or, or you know, tomorrow, a week from now. It's always, where do I want to be a year from now? Where do I want to be two years from now? So always looking ahead, I, I sometimes to a fault, but for what I'm trying to do, it's it makes sense. You constantly have to be saying, okay, well, where can I help this doctor now? We want to have a solution right now. We want to have a pain point that we can help on, but we also want to say, okay, well, where's my value going to be nine months from now? 15 months from now, two years from now. So it kind of had that. So my wife is a nurse. I have a lot of family members who are in medical. Okay. And I've always kind of heard the rumblings of, hey, get into medical sales. There's there's a ton of money there. And, but it was always like, I don't know where to start. I didn't know. I'm like, you know, you would apply for jobs and it's like, well, you didn't do an internship or they want you to take a significant pay cut to become like a junior associate salesperson. So funny enough, I was really, really good friends with my area manager from Enterprise. His name's Ryan Iliff. I'm still very good friends with him to this day. He actually went to a company called ATI Physical Therapy. And okay. uh, he's like, hey, you know, I know that it's not exactly medical device sales, but you're dealing with orthopedic surgeons or, you know, rheumatologists or vestibular doctors or whatever it may be. He's like, you're selling a product. You're selling our physical therapy centers. And this and I, was after Enterprise. After BG. So I After went BG. Went to BG and kind of knew. Gotcha. I kind of ran my course with automotives and knew that I wanted to make a change into medical sales. So I ended up going to ATI Physical Therapy and I was there a number of years. 
um, really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed just being with doctors. And for me, that was the cool part. But the best part about it was being within our clinics and seeing patients who, you know, you met three months ago that had lower back pain and couldn't bend over to kind of pick up their grandkids or whatever it may be. And then you right. see them on the line and they're getting discharged and they're like, I just played catch with my grandkid for the first time ever, you know? And it's just being able to be part of a company that was truly giving that back to people was just special. It was a really cool time in my life. It was very interesting. Much like everything, COVID hit. <laughs> I was very fortunate. A lot of our staff was let go and I was actually kept on with two other people. And we basically oversaw all the doctors in Illinois. Wow. Wow. So it was a lot of days of sitting at home, being on the phone and whatever it may be. And it just got draining. It really did. And so many of these practices were being bought out by large orthopedic groups. So Mm -hmm. it it kind of went away from talking about revenue generation to now like, hey, we really don't have a choice. We have to use this because this is where our contract's at. And it became tough. It really became just a challenge to find out, okay, well, where are we going to get new business from? You know, who's even seeing people during this time and, and different things like that? Because what a lot of people don't realize is that a lot of older orthopedic surgeons, just older doctors in general, they retired. They're like, you know, we're not mm-hmm. dealing with this, you know, we're just going to walk away. So it was just a very tough time. So that's really when I started to look, you know, I was like, I don't know really what I want to do. I want to stay in medical. So it's funny enough, I was actually at my dentist. I've been there for a long time. And he's just asking normal questions. He's like, oh, how's everything going? He'd been a patient at ATI, so I had seen him. And I was like, yeah, you know, I think I'm looking at maybe possibly having a change, you know? And he's like, you should look at dental sales. And I'm like, what the heck do dentists buy? You know, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. I was like, I really don't know. Obviously, I see all the supplies in an office and things, but I'm just like, I, I don't really even know where to look. So funny enough, one of the first brands that he said is he's like, well, he's like, there's a bunch of different companies, but, you know, he's like Henry Shine, Patterson, and he's Strawman. And he's like, you know, Strawman's an implant company. And I'm like, dental, I haven't really ever heard of them. And so I... Went home that day and I was talking to my wife and I'm like, you know, this might be kind of cool. So I just dove in. I like full head on in dental implant companies and I had a hundred different tabs open on my computer and I'm just going through everything. Well, wildly enough. What um, were you thinking at that time? I was overwhelmed. (laughs) You know, I was like, there are so many facets of dental that people just don't understand. And I think we all think of the very basic things. We all think of, okay, you go in for your checkup, your cleaning. Mm-hmm. And everybody's, or maybe you have a cavity, maybe you're getting a root canal, but pretty much everybody's knowledge for the most part stops at that. You and know, so, when was this, Kyle? So this was in the beginning of 2021. God, so beginning yeah. of 2021. And so I knew that if I was going to move on from what I was doing, I really had to go to a company that I was going to there wasn't just going to be a change to make a change. It had to make sense. It had to be the right move. So funny enough, you know, a couple months goes by and I'm doing a ton of research and I'm looking at a bunch of different companies and hadn't really applied for anything. And a position opened up on LinkedIn for Strong. Mm. So I applied for it and they called me and they're like, you know, we actually have two opportunities. We have Strawman Group, but they're like, we actually own a company called Neodet. And they're like, we think your personality fits better for Neodent as you're kind of in that hunter mindset, finding new business. And so I was like, okay, well, you know, that might sound interesting. So I went through the whole process and then I was hired. Awesome. I, I, went, in, I went in not knowing 
anything about dental outside of where my dental office was at uh, <laughs> and quickly learned. You know, Strawman Group does a fantastic job on the training side of things. So I was hired and then my I spent two weeks very early on in Andover at our corporate office. And you go f- through everything. You go through what is a dental implant? What is a MUA? What's a cover screw? What's a healing wow. about What's an impression post? You're there two weeks straight. And you're just um, learning the whole Just thing. learning, just all day, every day, eight, nine hours a day, just learning. And then there's a group of us there. So then it's, we get back to the hotel and we sit around and we talk dental. We're all trying to understand this. And there's a couple of people who had come from dental in our class. They obviously offered a little bit more knowledge, but for the most part, we were all pretty new. So it really worked out, you know, in this group that I'm talking about, we call ourselves the Wolfpack. We're all still with the company. Even two years later, we're we're all together and we all see each other's successes and struggles. And we have a group thread and we chat with each other and it's, that's and it's awesome. awesome you know? So that's kind of where we kind of lean on each other. So now we're two years removed from that and everybody's got their different things going on with what they're doing. And I'm here just continually trying to find success in the doctors that I currently have and seeing, hey, how can I assist you? How can I help you? And then obviously still trying to find those new doctors that want to jump on the Neodap train. No, that's great because it takes a mindset. What I'm more interested in know is, I understand you said you love sales and you wanted to go to good sales, but what was the mindset behind it? Like initially when you said, hey, the sales is something I want to be really good at because most people shy away from sales and you're the kind of guy like he just want to take it head on. That's one thing I just want to kind of know a little bit more on what was the mindset initially. Yeah, so sales is hard. <laughs> you know, sales sales are hard. You hear a lot of no's. I've already got my guy. Did that ever bring you down? And I would be lying to you if I told you no. There are definitely days that are harder. There's days that feel like you can't do anything wrong and everybody you talk to wants to set up a meeting. Unfortunately, those days are few and far between. But I think for me, the drive for sales was two-parted. I'm competitive. I like to win, you know, mm-hmm. so I like to get that sale and that drives me to continue to get that sale. But I also look on it on the other side too, is I truly want to be somebody's business partner. I truly right. want to bring my knowledge that maybe they're not as educated on. And I want to bring that knowledge to them and truly be a resource and be a business partner for them. And so I'm a people person, you know, I enjoy people. And the more relationships that I can build, the better. You know, I'm still friends with a lot of the orthopedic surgeons that I worked with three years ago, you know, and it's friendships that I've just created totally outside of orthopedics. It was just, hey, man, you you do something, you know, you have interests that are the Mm -hmm. same as, you know, so, and and that's truly what I try to do in this segment too is, yes, I want to get the most amount of business possible, but I also want to build my relationship, right? Yeah. I want to build my network as big as possible too, and make sure that I'm flooding that network with the right people and good people that are out there doing more than just being dentists, you know? No, I love it. They're giving back or, you know, they're the real estate segment like you are teaching and mentoring. And and I think that when you really take down the side of sales, I think that most people are looking for that. They're just looking to build those relationships. So Kyle, tell me this here, sales and dentistry, like a lot of the listeners who are going to be dentists, what is one tip that sets you apart from many of the other sales reps? And what is something where a dentist can actually employ what you're doing and to make their practices successful in terms of sales? Because sales is one word where everybody runs away from. Yeah. And that's why I'm trying to dig in a little bit deeper in your mindset that if there is one piece of advice or one strategy that sets you apart, what would that be? 
so that many of the listeners listening to, they can employ the very next day with their patients and making sure like they are successful, not only yeah. just a one-time thing, but also a long-term you know, relationship with that patient. Yeah. I think the biggest thing for me, and I think that you would probably agree is the persistence. I think there has to be a persistence of getting that business and understanding that you might not get every piece of the business right away, but it's okay to continue to, when you get a piece, stay persistent on helping in other avenues. And there's going to be the right time to say, hey, I think you're ready for a printer or hey, I think you're ready for an iOS. And then there's going to be the time where it's like, hey, you know, I just got them implants. We just got them biomaterials. Let's mm-hmm. let them get on that. And then let's wait to see where this relationship can go. Because I do think that there then becomes the point of becoming too pushy, becoming too sales oriented to where it's like, well, I need to tell you about this. I need to tell you about this. I need to tell you about this. I do think that there's a time to kind of sit and reflect and say, okay, well, we've got this implemented. Where can we go next? And I would say on the doctor Mm -hmm. side of it is when you do find that person who is persistent and truly shows a care in your business, give them the opportunity to help you grow. Trust them when they're bringing ideas about, about printing or about an iOS or about a mill. You know, if you want a mill zirconia blocks, Be open to those conversations with them because in more cases than not, we are truly trying to look out for what's best for your practice. And it may come off salesy at times, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but at the same time, there's, we all know that there's the time to have that conversation. And sometimes doctors just need that little bit of a push, you know, and to say, Hey, like, let's sit down and really talk about this and have that conversation because our outlook on things is that if we don't, there's going to be somebody that's knocking on that door to have that conversation with you. So I would say, yeah, if you have that person who's persistent and you gave them the opportunity, be happy you found that person because there's a lot of salespeople out there where they're told no a couple of times and they're like, all right, see you later. Somebody else's problem. So if you've got that person that's come to your office 10, 12, 14 times before you ever decide to set a meeting with them, understand that that's a person that's probably in there for the long haul with you. And just I love it that relationship. And you know, one thing I really, really love what you said was helping. If you go with that helping mindset, you go with that attitude that even with as Dennis, not only with sales, but also with the patients, if they go with the mindset of helping, that is definitely a huge plus. And the fact that you feel like, hey, it's a relationship game, right? Even with our patients too. So the same thing goes for you. So for you is the dentist and for Dennis are the patients. What you just reflected upon is awesome. I mean, like, you know, helping, I mean, that's huge. I think that's what sets you apart, Kyle. Honestly. Thank you. Yeah, I think that, and I try to say this, you know, and obviously being as respectful as possible, but I say dentists aren't inherently salespeople. Well, you're put in a situation to sell every single day. You're selling clear aligners or an implant service. We're always selling. So I try to tell dentists and I've told them like, ask me questions, you know, let's, yeah. let's, let's role play. Let's have that conversation of how do we sell this service to a patient? And I've sat with a lot of coordinators or office yeah. managers and have just kind of listened to their pitch and I'll give tips and tricks. And it's like, a lot of that is that becomes down to building that relationship and just going in there with the mindset of, Hey, I'm going to be an asset to this business, not just a salesperson. You know, I joke about it all the time. I tell, yeah. I tell offices, I'm like, Hey, you know, for the first couple of times that I'm here, yeah, it's okay to call me your implant rep, but eventually I want to be Kyle, our business partner. You, you know, know, that's and, great because I was going to ask you about what's the future holding for you. But the way I see it, you got something really bright because now I can start seeing you as a sales trainer. Yeah. So for me, I have always enjoyed just 
educating. I think that's probably one of my best traits is being able to educate and talk with people and come to a, a way that they understand it and tailor it to a way that they understand it. One of our sales trainers is uh, Big Tony Mac, and he's incredible. He's one of the guys out in Andover. And we have such a wide variety of things that we can do within Strawman Group, which yeah. is awesome. I really love what I do right now. I truly enjoy what I do right now. I love setting up new doctors and working with doctors like yourself, where we're just continuing just to grow your practice. But yeah, we'll see kind of what the future holds. I know that one of the best parts about Strawman Group is that we have so many different avenues that we can go. Correct. Um, whether that's diving into the DSO side of things and really focusing on the DSO side of things, or whether it's going into the education and training aspect or going into a managerial role, whatever it may be. But we've definitely got a lot of, a lot of opportunities, but I'm enjoying the ride right now where I'm at. No, I love it, Kyle. One last thing I just wanted to ask you was for dentists, like looking for implant system or looking for something, how to get started. I just want to kind of dive a little bit, not too deep, but just a little bit like, what is the best way to get started and how are you available to help? So, you know, dental implants, there's hundreds Tons. and there's hundreds of brands and there's brands that you can buy overseas that are order only online. And mm -hmm. there's a lot of things. And a lot of them are, are different knockoffs. So, so same platforms as Immer or Strawman or whatever it may be. And I think a lot of times I think that for doctors, it's understanding that you may not need the help with a particular case, but chances are you're going to need help with a case down the road. So for me, I think the easiest way to do it is, hey, look at the big brands, the four, five, six big brands. So you've got Strawman Neodent, yeah. you've got BioRizon, you've got Implant Direct, you've got Nobel, you know, Astra. You look at those and I think the first thing that you do from there is you find out who the rep is and find out who gets to you quickest because you're looking for that support on the back end. Now, I'm not saying to me the first person that shows up, you know, sign a contract with them or whatever, but look at who's going to be making that effort to come to you and, and really hear about your business. There are definitely pros and cons to every system. There truly are. One thing that I'll say about Strawman Group, and obviously this is a touch bias, but I don't feel like anybody does education the way that we do it. Yeah. I feel like when you look across the board at the resources that we have from internal education, like a Dr. Bruno, all the way to external partners that we work with, like Corey Raymond or Adam Hogan. We have such, 100%. We have such a wealth of knowledge out there for whatever route a doctor wants to go, whether it's, hey, I really just focus on singles in the restoration and the aesthetic zone, or, hey, I want to become a, an implant arch center. Right. How can I get there? We just have so many different opportunities to help. So for me, what I would tell a doctor who's getting into it is, hey, figure out what you want. What's your one-year plan? What's your three-year plan? What's your five-year plan? Switching systems isn't always the easiest thing in the world. We've got kits out here. We've got implant parts. We've got all of this. So take some time to make that decision, you know, and, and understand that there is no wrong decision. There's no wrong decision. It's just, what are you trying to do and what company is going to allow you to best meet those Love needs? It. I can almost guarantee that the Strawman Group is going to check just about every box, but there are things and it depends. And sometimes it's rep coverage, you know, sometimes it's, Hey, I don't really like the rep because you're going to have a relationship with that person. You have to like that person or at least respect their opinion and their educational opportunities and things like that. So I would say, take the time, research the brands, understand that like the big brands are going to pop up and you're going to know who those are. I would say steer away from the online ordering platforms. At the end of the day, you know, if, especially if you start placing a lot of implants, you're going to want that support, whether it's the warranty side of things, whether it's missing parts or whatever it may be, you're going to want that support. So it really just depends on what stage you're at. 
but ultimately finding that person that you can build a relationship that you know is truly looking out for your business and not just themselves. You know, the last thing I just want to add was because I've been using implants, different implant system for a long time and not willing to switch. You know about that, right? Yep. The thing is, you know, we can save money on the front end with buying cheaper implants, but some shape, form or another, we do end up paying on the back end. And the back end can be redos, can be failed implants, can be dissatisfied patients. I mean, a whole bunch of series of implants, like complications happening. And we still end up replacing it or doing it for free or the entire procedure if you did like a full arch. Yep. So my biggest thing was education. My biggest thing was the whole thing and the support system that you guys provided. So full disclaimer, I switched from X brand to Neodent and never looked back. Awesome. So, so that was, that's a great, great switch. I think I did the best investment I did for my doctors, for my associates and for our team. Yeah. And I think ultimately it reflects back on a patient for someone who we truly care for. And yep. as uh, service providers, I think that's huge. So Kyle, how does someone get in touch with you? So... Obviously, we're going to have doctors that are listening from all over the country. So I always say the easiest way to do it, shoot me a text, shoot me a call. My number is 779-240-1796. Obviously, if you're in my territory, let's set up a lunch. Let's set up a time to meet. If you're not in my territory, I can get you to the correct person. We're and right. Neoden is global, is it? Right? Yeah, Neoden is global. So we've got reps and we've got opportunities to meet with people all over the world. And we can definitely get you in the correct place. Obviously, if calling isn't the easiest or texting is not the easiest, you can email me. It's my first name, K-Y-L-E dot white, W-H-I-T-E at neodent.com. And obviously, you can get an email over to me and I can get you into the hands of the correct rep. No, that's great. If anyone in the area, in the Chicago area, in the Illinois Midwest area, definitely reach out to Kyle. He can definitely direct you to the right person. But if he's your rep, You'll be in very good hands. I appreciate the kind words. <laughs> All right. So yeah, Kyle, with that being said, we're going to land the plane here. Thanks for coming up. You were awesome. I mean, that was great insight. And if anyone has any questions, definitely reach out to him. And for the rest of us and all our listeners, well, thank you very much for joining us. Make sure to subscribe and we will definitely get on with our next show. Thank you. Thanks for tuning into the Secure Dental Podcast. We hope you found today's podcast inspiring and useful to your practice and financial growth. For show notes, resources, and ways to stay engaged with us, visit us at noelleudds.com. That's N-O-E-L-L-I-U-D-D-S.com. dot